Irish Aussie Football Podcast. I'm Anthony McGuire, and this week's podcast, we have breaking news. Uh, Neil Lennon has resigned as a Celtic manager. Um, some would say a long time coming. Uh, we're also going to discuss the bonkers game in Antwerp as Rangers uh, came away 4-3 winners with a, a late penalty. Uh, we're also going to preview the uh, League Cup, I should say, between uh, St. Johnson and Livy, as well as all the other league action, uh, including Celtic's uh, 1-0 defeat to bottom of the league, Ross County. Richard Tobin, how are we this week? I'm great. Um, never a dull moment, eh? And uh, yeah, I have to say that um, it was it was quite interesting um, before we came on that I'd seen Chris Sutton talking in the past sense on Twitter about Neil Lennon. And by that time, obviously, no official announcement had been made. Uh, that would have been very early hours of the morning in the UK. But um, yeah, Ross County won. And Jordan White, I saw... Um, being being uh, essentially promoted as rhyming slang for how Celtic seasons have gone so far. That was a wee Hugh Keevans tweet. I think I saw myself, Richard. So yes, I think that was the final nail in uh, unfortunately Neil Lennon's managerial coffin at Celtic. Um, yeah, like I said, is it is it was that a long time coming? Should it have happened sooner? Surprised that he actually resigned rather than it being a you know a mutual consent type situation. Um, not too sure. John Kennedy coming in an interim basis until this, you know, managerial situation gets sorted out. He's been around there a long time. I mean, you know, he's he worked with, uh, if I remember correctly, he was there at the time of, uh, well, he was there all the way through uh, towards the end of Lennon's tenure. And then um, when we had the Norwegian chappy there, uh, his name escapes me. And and then during the Brendan Rodgers era, Ronnie Dyla, Ronnie Dyla, Ronnie's roar. How could we possibly forget? Um, and then uh, and has quietly made his way through. I mean, John Kennedy kind of transitioned to coaching, um, as you'll be aware, following the horror tackle and on his first Scotland cap. Actually, uh, he was tackled by a Romanian attacker, which uh, subsequently ended his playing career. And yes. they went off and did these kind of pro badges from there. And, you know, good knows Celtic have kind of looked after him over that period of time. So he's, won, he's worked under a few guys. He'll have a few ideas of his own. But would you see him as a long-term solution? No. A um, couple of things. So, um, Neil, uh, you know, John Kennedy will probably take the team probably potentially for the rest of the season. I don't see a, a new manager coming in before the end of the season in terms of taking the run of the team. I believe that the first appointment will be a director, a sporting director or director of football. Um, there's some rumours going around. It could be the uh, Juventus um, chief scout at the moment. Um, so he's definitely in the frame um, to work alongside uh, Dominic McKay, the new um, the new CEO who's inbound at the end of the season. Um the other thing is that, oh, sorry, his name escapes me. It is do, 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 Matteo Tognosi. Um, so apparently he's a big up and coming sort of thing in European football. So it'd be quite a bold appointment if they went for him. Uh, but where did it go on for Neil Lennon? I just, I, I wrote some thoughts down because this is all still fresh. I mean, this has only really been announced. We sort of had rumblings this morning when we woke up in Perth. And obviously, it's all sort of become official early afternoon, and we recorded about an hour after we've had official confirmation. So, for Neil, he kept all the players, not necessarily all of them wanted to be there. That probably led to a bit of a restless dressing room. 
the old farm match, the first one of the, the season, was a shocker. That really got the title race definitely swinging in Rangers' favour from that point on, even though there were two games in hand and six points clear. That game, really, I felt momentum's big when it comes to these things, and, and unfortunately, that was a, a massive thing. Not playing a, a recognised striker against Venice Varos, um, that was a mistake. Um, he should have played. Uh, Patrick Kamala should have done something, but you know, to not play with a recognised striker, that was... That didn't go down well with the Celtic supporters and subsequently you know, getting knocked out of the Champions League. Uh, the inability to defend set pieces this season has been chronic. Um, again, on the weekend, same thing again. He comments on it. And it's like, well, you're the, you're the coach. You're the one that needs to try and sort this out and fix it. Um, and then, you know, all the way back to the start of the season, not signing Fraser Foster and letting Craig Gordon go. I mean, I think it all started from... That was the, that was the domino that set this whole thing in motion i think um you know then there's a whole separate set of issues dubai volleyball and goalie all that sort of stuff that some of that stuff could have been overcome but you know he it's a lot of things there that didn't go right but when you talk about bad just coming back for a second stint you usually think they're never going to do as well as they did in the first stint but i've got some statistics for you richard so indulge me here so in his first stint as manager he, he had 227 games with a win rate of 70 percent so 159 wins out of those Second stint as manager, 110 games, 77 wins with a 70% win rate. Exactly the same. Five trophies first time around in his first stint and five trophies around in his second stint. So exactly the same one stint to the next. So basically Celtic supporters got what they were expected in the sense that he didn't perform any better or worse than he did the first time around. Just unfortunately, the calamities all happened in the 10 in a row season. So the you know, the criticism has been fever pitch and the guys had to deal with so much off the pitch from other supporters and, you know, bullets in the mail and all that sort of stuff. But the stuff he's been receiving from Celtic fans in the last six months has been nothing short of terrible as well. So I was, well I mean, said. he's a, he's a yeah. resilient but, guy, but, you know, yeah. enough's enough. And yeah. you know what will happen? Give it a year, give it two years, and he'll be remembered just like Brendan Rodgers is now. It's all, all mellows out. It's all mellowed with Brendan the snake. He's, you know, I know he's not so bad. Same thing will happen when you'll learn it. Just takes a little bit of time, and he'll be recognised as a legend. The guy who completed the quadruple treble, uh, and you know, has won five league titles in his time as manager at Celtic. So, yeah. Somehow you can't see Neil coming back as a as a TV pundit, though he's not really that kind of character. Although it'd be interesting to see whether he mills out or whether he decides he'll, he'll actually continue coaching in football. Look, I, I actually think that um, some of the, the treatment from Celtic fans towards uh, him has been nothing short of disgraceful. I, I think that um, you know you very eloquently give us Rodri's runs of what his career has been so far. He's he's won countless trophies. I, two things stick out for me. Uh, one is the, the the naivety of the ten in a row thing, which um, Celtic fans, to my irritation, were singing about three or four years ago, and uh, and and also uh, Chris Julian. So, in addition to Fraser Foster, who I agree was probably the world class person that made a huge difference to them uh, in the last season, uh, Chris Julian being injured, who really anchored that Celtic defence and and was a real kind of winner. Uh, and probably, I would have argued the likeliest next candidate for captain uh, of Celtic has 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 injured at the beginning of the season. There's a terrible injury now, and is going to be out for for nine months at least if he ever comes back. So, those are all the things that I see have contributed to it. 
Nonetheless, Rangers have absolutely capitalised on every aspect of the, 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 in fact, I had a, a chat with my plumbing pal, Scott, this morning, who came this morning to fix a washer, and uh, uh, Scott's, uh, Scott's dad is, is from High Blantyre, just up the road from where I grew up, and uh, his chat was, he thinks Neil Lennon's doing a great job, and I said, oh, Scott, your dad's a Rangers fan. Yeah, so, so you know. <laughs> Well, all, all, all I'll finish up on is when you mentioned there about Neil Lennon becoming that, maybe going back to punditry. If Neil, if Neil McCann can be a pundit, anyone can be a pundit. And Ooh. the second thing is Neil McCann is now taking up uh, the interim role at Inverness Tally Thistle. So uh, Robbo there uh, having some personal time. I think there's a family, um, some sort of illness. So yeah, so all the best there, Robbo. Um, but maybe that opens up a spot for Neil Lennon on the BBC. You do a bit of bit of comms, bit of bit of co commentary. You never Neil know. Lennon we'll see. Um, all right. This this Europa League game last week, Richard. We 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 said a few things before. We said, you know, Rangers. I think they settle for a draw. You said Antwerp, good team. Bang three in against Rangers. Not many teams have done that this season, if any. Um, what did you make of it? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great game. Great goals. I mean, all the goals. That, um, with the exception of uh, the uh, Barisic's penalty, that the keepers had no chance. And Alan McGregor, I can't remember last time he he conceded uh, he conceded um, three goals. Although to be fair, the first goal for Rangers was a goalkeeping calamity. But I mean, he still had no chance with the shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I thought Ryan Kent's goal was probably the the pick of the bunch, um, mm, where he swelled yes. in the box. Uh, but fabulous header for Antwerp's first goal. But yeah, just great. It was a great game and four uh, three. Yeah, can't I ask for more. Thought yeah. the penalty against Rangers was a bit on the soft side. Like that was a fair I, comment. I, yes, I, yeah, the, yeah. The sharp pull from Morelos. I mean, that was clear as day. I mean, the referee didn't see it in real time. Got it on the um, the VAR. Yeah, and then the last one, the silhouette, the hands. Oh, it's one of those ones where yes, the letter of the law, probably a penalty, but again. He directed, he directed the ball, so his he hand was like, up towards was like, the ball and directed the ball from, upwards. He was five yards from, Bar- from Barisic for the cross, though. So, I mean, like, what's he supposed to do? Like, just get out of the way of it? I mean, I, I, it's more the rule than the actual decision. Like, I'm not going to Would you here. Would you be annoyed if you weren't given a penalty when you'd something as obvious as that, though? Your side tells all. I, I just don't know. like. I just don't like that rule. So anyway, moving, moving on, moving on. So let's let's it's go. They, they put, they, yeah. It's the return this week or next week. Yeah, it is. It's this week. So it's uh, right. it'll be Friday morning, Perth time, uh, one two o'clock in the morning, something like that. So right. I think Rangers should definitely fancy their chances. However, Ryan Jack did come off injured on the weekend, mm. so question mark whether he will be available. Mm. Um, I think Balogun did all right at right back covering for James Tavernier, um, considering Nathan Patterson still serving his COVID, uh, uh, whatever the word you want to use, um, for his late-night oh, His penance is COVID. His, yes. COVID uh, uh, penalties. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And, you know, Rangers definitely in the box seat to um, progress to the Final sixteen would it be? They've got they, listen. They've got strength and depth. Joe Rebo has uh, had another couple of great games actually in the last sort of week. Um, Ryan Kent's come good. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, lots of lots of very positive things. And well, let's talking, let, let's just talk for the coefficient. Let, remember? Well, I was doing for the coefficient, but let's yes. just let's just flow into uh, uh, Rangers four, uh, Dundee United one. So I took the draw. You yes, took the win. 
Yes, for uh, Dundee United, and it was and, uh, very confident. First thirty-five minutes, they were excellent. And you know, Shankland, were excellent. he had a chance. He had a wee chance at the start. They did. He did. And then there was another wee good passage of play where he slipped Nicky Clark through, and then it went yeah. to your wee uh, the wee man. How his name? Hark Harkins. Hark, no, 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 um, a couple of deep, reasonable chances, and then I think Rangers scored two in two minutes, or something like that. And then it yeah, all that just... was the end of that. Yeah, it all just yeah. kind of petered out. It was rubbish. Um, I mean, I think um, look, I, I, I have to say that I didn't expect Rangers to play as well as they did, which is a wee bit naive given the season that they've had. Um, but United acquitted themselves pretty well, and and you know they did score, they did score towards the end, and you know okay, the game was well over by then. But I, I would argue that um, I would argue that that. Um, they they made more than a fist of it for the first wee while, but Rangers are just too good. Like nobody's really living with them at the moment in the Scottish League. It was interesting to you know see that kind of juxtaposition again with a decent kind of European side. Rangers are a decent European side, so mm. uh, yep. yeah. And Aribo again, like he he looked like the one that was sort of going to unlock the defence every time he sort of dropped the ball. Ryan yeah. Kent with a bit of a jammy sort of goal, and then that last goal, their fourth one, that was the keeper ricocheting it off yeah. um, Morelos. So. One of those unlucky yes. ones. At least, at least it's the fourth goal. It's not the first goal. So you know, it, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't really matter too much in the end. So I think Ben Cedrus is, is is worth is worth one slap at the back. So uh, so yeah, so fair enough. But uh, they're well clear. So Rangers now set up for winning the league at Celtic Park. Mm-mm. Um. Now, here's the thing. Seeing as you're talking about our high quality tips, do you recall my remarks regarding the Motherwell St Johnston game? Yes, I do actually, Richard. I I tipped Motherwell, and that was going to be the one that splits us. And you went nuts, and Johnson are going to hammer them. And in fairness, they did. I I watched the highlights, and it was all St Johnson, and they are playing very well. And yes. not only that, they've got a cup final to look forward to this weekend. And Libby mm-hmm. slightly off the boil. We'll get to them in a minute. However, mm-hmm. St Johnson, Guy Melamed, um, whoa, probably the goal of the week. I'd say. I'd, I'd I agree. I think that was goal of the week lovely left-footed curler yeah uh, Liam Kelly had no chance for that one they hit the bar twice Motherwell couldn't clear and then Jason Kerr oh, a pile driver from about 15 yards and then it was Melamed with a penalty and that sealed the yeah. deal and they are playing some good stuff like the, the passages of play to set up the goals little intricate one-twos he's obviously got he's got Melamed he's got um your man Stevie May um they're looking they're looking aside. He's got them. He's got them playing good, you know, good, you know, relatively attacking football. Like obviously, he's not going to come out against your Celtics and your Rangers, but he's he's definitely uh, he, he fears no one else in the league. Basically, he's he's got them, got them playing well. And I've I've I've, I've I'm thinking away from Livingston a little bit because you know when I when we spoke about the semi-finals and we said who's going to win the final, it's too far out. There's not a lot in it, and momentum will be a big thing. The momentum yeah. at the moment is with St. Johnson, is not with Livingston. Had the, had the cup final been about two or three weeks ago, the momentum yeah. was with Livingston, but they've just come off the boil a wee bit and they got a draw um, uh, on the on the on the weekend. So I won which you predicted correctly, and I predicted I, wrongly, and I'll take I, that hit. All right, fair enough. I but um, I mean, the the the, 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 the it was an own goal to get them the the the, 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 the mm. goal, Libby's goal, and that was a shock. That was probably the worst goal of the week. Uh, um, mm. Richard Tate header on the ball off the back of Conor McCarthy's back, 
when it buzzed it at the back of the net. I mean, Jeez. you feel pretty stiff doing that, having that go down as an OG. Yeah. Um, equaliser from Cameron McPherson for St. Martin. Again, nice goal, his first one of the season. Um, left uh, Robbie McCrory, who's now back. Um, I think he was out injured, so he's back in goals for, for Livy. So that's maybe a little bit of a, a bonus for them. But what do you think, Richard? The cup final that's coming up this Sunday? Yeah, I just can't see passing Johnson now. I think that they've really begun to click. Uh, I think they, they showed signs that that might happen earlier on in the season and, and they just they just weren't scoring goals. And then Melamed's been that has been a really good addition, actually. He hasn't scored that many goals, but he's been involved a lot. And, uh, and I think that that's actually made a big difference in terms of their overall sort of play. I mean, they've they've done, they've had a couple of big wins in Lanarkshire, and I think that um and I think that they just look more convincing at the moment. As you say, Olivia off the ball, I think it'd be a really competitive game. It's a real shame that there won't be a crowd. There's at last some uh, some some light on the horizon uh, about you know lifting of restrictions and so on. Hospitality hopefully towards the the end of April. Um, still seems like ages away really here we are talking about at the end of February but um, so it's just a shame there won't be a crowd there because that, that would be one of those kind of finals where a lot of people would go along and, and just go along as neutrals just to enjoy the actual occasion without the uh, unfortunate elements that sometimes rock up to these occasions so I um, definitely St Johnson I can see them probably even winning at the weekend by a couple yeah I mean the the, the big pitch um the sort of football that they're playing um, that might make it difficult for Livingston to to defend against, but we will see. What because and, uh, they play and, on and, an Axminster most weeks? Uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, I like to say that I think for football neutral, it's, we're just hoping for a really good game of Fitba. So ten p.m. WA time, uh, one a.m. Sydney time. It's on. Uh, it's on. It's on the, the telly. Uh, I think it's BN Sports. I think it's on the sky. BN should have it. Yeah. 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 Aberdeen back on winning, winning way, winning ways. One nil against Oof. Kilmarnock. It's um, painful away. Oof. It wasn't. I mean, I think I saw the highlights. reel was three shots on target for the whole match. Yeah. Like Kelly, I don't think really had much of anything, and and it was two teams that are woefully out of form. And uh, it was Callum Hendry's first touch off the bench, replacing Fraser Hornby, who has torn his thigh and is probably out for the rest of the season. So that's going to dash mm. any chances of a late call-up to the Scotland squad. And it's what happens when you have players who sit on the bench every week, don't get a game, and all of a sudden they're expected to just start playing um, since he's coming to Aberdeen. And obviously, you know, they get injured. You see it happen so, so often. Albie yeah. Nietzsche being the obvious example at the start of the season for Celtic. Yeah. Same thing. Um, yeah, free header really. Callum Hendry, Dikamona at the back. I don't know what he was doing. He was like sound asleep. Um, just free header back of the dot, back of the net. Ah, uh, what else we got? Natal Lafferty not really doing that much off second half. Come off the bench at half time, but didn't really feature yeah, much. He heard your loving remarks. I know. So yes. he's got a bit of work to do, and Tommy Wright's got a bit of work to do because he's now none in three. Um, so mm. Killy are in some serious, serious trouble. Particularly since Ross County managed to get a one 0 win against Celtic up at Dingwall. Uh, so Hamilton are uh, Hamilton are still bottom there on twenty four points, but Kelly have now joined them in twenty four points, and they have played a game more. Hamilton more. are much yes. inferior uh, goal difference. Uh, Ross County still close. I mean, th- th- there's there's clear day now between St Johnson and the bottom four. Mullerwell will still, I think, pick up more points than 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 they'll drop, and if those 
bottom six end up playing against each other. Uh, United and St Mirren's 35-34 and top well Rangers now miles away and they can win it if Celtic get beaten by Aberdeen uh, Rangers can win it by midweek next week and you know just I had a look there as well those um, those fixtures uh, Ross County also have a game in hand over Kilmarnock as well so Mm. um, yeah Kilmarnock in some serious trouble um, did you watch the Ross County game at all? It was, it was a bad time for us. It was about one thirty in the morning. Perth yeah, time. I didn't. No, I didn't actually. Uh, so I, I actually haven't even seen the goal. So um, I can't tell you anything about it other than the fact that Celtic lost and set everyone piece. was was that was that that's that for Neil Lennon now. That's him finished. <laughs> set piece header. Um, apparently, well, Celtic did have some really guilt edge chances to put themselves in front. Ryan Christie sent one into orbit. Uh, and yeah, and I think that was and that was what Neil Lennon said. He said it basically encapsulated our season, not taking our chances, not being able to defend at the back for set pieces. Um, and Ross County, yeah, smash and grab one 0 and you know John Hughes doing a, a, a remarkable job. Um, mm. And yeah. yeah, and that's like I say the end of the year for Neil Lennon at Celtic. Uh, last game of the round was Hibs to Hamilton nil. We both tipped Hibs to win. Yeah. Um, good call. Um, what did you make of the red card? Did you see the tackle? Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit soft, actually. Um, yeah, I, yeah, he sort of, he, he, he went in, yeah, again, it's whether intense there or not, he missed him, really, didn't he? He didn't really, yes. didn't really catch him. He, you know, had, had Martin Ball been a, maybe a yard slower, he'd have, he'd, he'd have caught him, but mm. he was that far ahead of it, so... Yeah, I think yeah. maybe a, maybe a yellow. I think Jack Ross comments and said that I'm surprised it was a red, but it's mm. easy to say that when you win two 0 uh, yeah. and you benefit from eighty minutes with uh, an extra man on the park. Um, yeah. Well, so Hamilton that, have appealed that they've appealed that card. Um, have which, they? You know, okay. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I think uh, I think that it did look pretty soft. Um, and there's another uh, problem there because uh, one of their one of their uh, the officials at the game uh, should have been Ooh. self-isolating from yes. COVID, and uh, so this yes. is the, this is the shoe and the other foots for the uh, for for the SPF. There was and, an official uh, yeah. apology, but uh, mm. the story goes that um, one of the other player, one of the other referees or match officials who went over to referee a game in Greece, um, right. contracted COVID, and it should have uh, the the Scottish government protocols would be that both those referees who were with them should or officials should have self-isolated. But according mm. to the UEFA protocol, as long as they're being tested, it was okay. And the guy had been tested multiple times, but right. there was a, a breakdown between uh, Scottish government protocol versus UEFA protocol, which led to an apology being made to Hibs and, and, and Hamilton. And and yeah, and the head of refereeing's under fire because you know should those officials had got should they have went to the, the game in Greece in the first place? Mm. Um, so UEFA requested it from the Greek authorities because there was a, some high profile game in Greece that you know they've had problems with corruption in the past and uh, apparently these match officials were also lined up to do a Europa League match this tomorrow on Friday or you know Thursday night Friday morning uh, so right, this was yeah. seen as a bit of a warm up for them but oh you know loads about this man i didn't know there was like all this kind of corruption and, and nefarious matters going yeah, on in Greece. apparently yeah, twice apparently two or three times a year scottish referees are called into referee games in israel and greece in particular due to yeah. corruption so they're really high tension pressure fixtures a bit like an old firm game but you yeah know, same sort of idea so they, they're, they're used to it basically so yeah. yeah it does happen but obviously in a covid environment was it the right thing to do? But you know, and saying that other nations send their referees, 
but I guess I, if, I just see such such ability to expand the conspiracy theories if you get other guys and coming from other countries like oh why these these Scottish Freemasons or these Scottish whatever you know a pejorative term of your choice uh, coming to referee or games who do they think they are. And so then, yes, so yeah. that's the latest in the the, the list of COVID uh, breaches, whatever. But miraculously, uh, Nicholas Sturgeon's not uh, not not passed comment on this one specifically. I was going to say, where are you, Nicholas? Come on, yeah. come on, good, yeah. sweet out. Very good indeed. So um, we've got some Premiership fixtures. That, well, there's one tonight. Actually, some are playing Motherwell tonight. Ooh, Motherwell. Hmm. I'm not tipping Motherwell probably for the rest of the season. So I'm ready to St. Mern. I am going to go draw because I think that uh, I think that'll be a wee bit. I think that we're going to have to pick up something because uh, they really don't want dragged into the mire. Ross County getting that win at the weekend pulls them up closer to Motherwell, um, but I think they really won't want dragged into the mire. And I think they're better than that, to be honest. Uh, I think they've got a bit more quality about them than most of the teams in the league. But yeah, they were missing a couple of key guys at the weekends, which actually probably didn't help their case. Um, Celtic Aberdeen on Saturday, as I was saying, if they lose, Rangers need to win, and that's that. Um, yeah, not, that, that, not that it's anything other than that anyway, right? Is but, you know, is, is Celtic going to get the uh, the new manager bounce? Does, does it really work with an interim manager? Probably not, but I still think they've got enough in the tank to be a struggling Aberdeen side at the moment. So I'm ready to take Celtic. The spirit of Brendan Rodgers and Ronnie's roar all being all being channeled by John Kennedy. <laughs> uh, or uh, I'm going to uh, okay one nothing maybe Celtic uh, something like that uh, Hibs are playing Motherwell at the weekend uh, hard to see past Hibs again who Hibs. are doing very well actually they're, they're a game in hand over Aberdeen and now four points ahead of them so. they could you know if Celtic beats Aberdeen and then Hibs Hibs win then that really drives a, a claim on that third place spot yeah. and like I say so I think Hibs Hibs will do it comfortably uh, Kilmarnock Dundee United oof I'm only ever going to go for United. Uh, even if I had slightly tangerine uh, tinted spectacles last weekend, it's better than orange tinted spectacles. And um, and so I, I I think I can... Kilmarnock, really not going that well. The only advantage of the plastic pitch, um, they're not picking up and running. Kyle after everything's fit. If that's the kind of new addition, he's going to add a bit of quality. And United have been going all right. And and I, I refer you back to my previous comments about Shankland, who actually has identified the way to go once again. And against most teams, he'll score a couple. I'll go to the United as well this week, because again, I, I don't see where Kelly's turning it around, not turning it around um, quickly, yeah. quickly enough. Uh, and then the last one to round out the league card on the Saturday is St. Murn Ross County. Um, Ross County is still a bit inconsistent, so they can put on a really good performance and then you know not not back it up. St. Mern will be coming off a match tonight, so and they've got some injury concerns. So I, I actually I'm going to probably back. I, I probably should say a draw, but I hope John Hughes. I I, I like him, so I'm I'm ready to go Ross County for the for the win. I actually quite fancy them as well, but I think Jim Goodwin has done such a good job at Snowman and they've been going pretty oh, well. And they're you know, they're kind of dancing around that kind of top six thing. They'll want that. They'll want that competition and that's how that that will I think that will spur them on. I just think but their yeah, squad depth at the moment is really low and the then, and having yeah. to play back to back games three days apart, I think that's it's gonna be maybe a wee bridge too far this weekend, but we'll see. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go draw then, and that'll be the differentiator, and that'll bust everybody's coupon. So and then we're, so both agree- and we're both agreed St. Johnston to win the League Cup final. Yes, oh yes. Yes, yes I think that'll be great. And that'll be that. Remember, this is their first League Cup final. So, um, 
Uh, it's the first one finals. if they first one if they win it, but they've not they been there twice before. Not uh, no, Levy, Levy have won it. Uh, St Johnson's been before. I think it's St Johnson's first final. You know. Oh, we better fact check. We will. We, we will fact check. Good you researchers. Good researchers. That's right. Uh, final thoughts for the week for you, man. Um. Yeah. Goodbye, Neil. Um. I mean, it's it's sad, and uh, and, and and football can be punishing and and unforgiving at times and you can be top of the world one minute and then you're only one season away just look at Jurgen Klopp at the moment he's copping it as well given everything that he's done um so you know like I said Neil Lennon he's a legend he was a legend he is a legend he's still a legend it's just like I said a, a little bit of time and all, all will definitely be forgiven the Celtic support and you never find a bigger Celtic man than him and that's actually partly my final thoughts as well. Slightly different bent on it. Um, I I just think some of the invective that came from the Celtic support was, or or or, or should I say, uh, sections of the Celtic support, and because we follow a lot of a lot of different um, interest groups uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and you know some of the stuff that Neil Lennon was getting was 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 unacceptable actually. Uh, so it was kind of even beyond. Um, the, the pale that I know that that, that that some of these guys are capable of uh, and I think that the the Green Brigade in particular do not represent uh, the vast majority of Celtic support and uh, and I think it's unfortunate that some of the comments that they have made because they are prolific users of, of these particular media um, were, were amplified I think he was unfortunate but yeah um, good luck to him. I hope that he sees something positive in the days to come because you'll probably be glad to be shot of some of the hassle he's been having. So good luck to Neil Lennon. On that note, Antonio, I will leave you. I am en route to somewhere far east next week. We're allowed to travel. So who knows? I might be speaking to you from the, the, the half past Adelaide. We'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely have a time zone to uh, factor in. So, all, you know, one more thing to add to the to the mix. Uh, Rich, it's been a pleasure as always, mate. Uh, take Cheers. care. Safe travels. And I'll speak to you next week. Good on you. Thank you.